Welcome to the Psychic Podcast with Sedona, Arizona's most gifted psychic, Naroop. Learn more about yourself so you can do more for yourself. And now your host, Naroop. I'm Naroop and I'm here today with Premala. Welcome, Premala. Hi, Naroop. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Today we want to talk about a technique on how to get in touch with your life mate partner. I'm all ears, trust me. <laughs> Very good. Okay. So my process I created is called 20 Points to Manifesting Your Life Mate Partner. And this is a technique that allows us to become more crystal clear on what it is it that we're really looking for in a life mate partner. Too often we are really unaware of that and we end up compromising a lot of times. Yes. Right? Yes. And I mean, there's some things about that person that really align but maybe there's other things that don't and the thing is looking at what are some of those really big things that are important to us that we don't want to compromise on that's right so for me it would be where I would have to adjust my lifestyle that I would have to accommodate this person and his interests over mine that would be going against myself it would be for me, it would be trying to find somebody that would compliment, you know, me and vice mm -hmm. versa. Right. Yeah. So on my list, now I have 20 points just as examples, but you could add as many as you want. And the way the process works is, well, we get in touch with our inner knowing, our gut feeling, always tell the person, relax, close your eyes, breathe, center in your belly area. And because this is more of our knowing, feeling center within us. And you want to ask yourself some questions. And before you do the process, though, you could just take a moment and write down some of those points that are important to you, like just what you said. So it would be like this. On a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being the highest, you really need that in your life. And 0, you don't need it or don't want it. You would be at like a 9, 10. Right? Exactly. Wanting a person in your life that you could still be who you are, have the yes. the power to be who you are and not to give away who you are just to accommodate a relationship to be in one. Yes. Right? So on that particular question, if you were looking at that scale and you say you meet somebody and you realize in his personality he's maybe at even like seven, five, three, two, one, <laughs> you know, you are not going to enter into that relationship at all. You're just going to go, you know what? I'm not even going to go there because this is a deal breaker for me. Yes. Right? So we want to look what those deal breakers are. One might be, say, for a woman that they want a life mate partner and they're deciding, do I want a partner that wants children or doesn't want children? That's a biggie. Right? Mm -hmm. Or has children and do I want to raise somebody else's children? You know, those are big ones. Yeah, they are. And so if you're a younger woman, of course, you are in those years and you want to have a child, then that's really important. So on a scale of 0 to 10, how important is that? Right? In my case, I met my first husband. I was only 18. And he was older than me, but he had already said that he didn't want children. But I kind of dismissed it, thinking, well... Certainly he'll change his mind, <laughs> right? right? Right. And um, But he didn't. <laughs> because that was very important for me, after some years, I made the decision to leave. Because it just wasn't working. 
had I had the technique and the maybe the um, maturity, you would say, I probably would never have got into that relationship. So if we know ahead of time, then we can choose the best possible partner without compromising. And it goes the other end, too, that if you don't want to have children or look after somebody else's, like, say, in the case of women who have already had children or they're just past the time of wanting to have children. I had a a very good friend who was in her mid-50s, and she met somebody, and she was never thinking of having children. She married this guy, and it turned out he had a young child. And so, for the most part, the ex-wife was looking after this child, but somehow he got the child. But then he would go away and work, so my friend became the mother of the child. And she had told me she was never expecting that. She wasn't thinking about that on her list of things of what she wanted and didn't want. So, again, it's good to just have that clarity where on that scale. And sometimes it might be in the middle. You know, maybe it's okay. Okay. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's actually, there are some of those things that you're looking on that sliding scale to see, oh, can this person move up the scale? Right? Like say uh, for a woman, well, maybe she would like to have a partner that also likes to help around the house. She doesn't want to do all the cooking and the cleaning and everything else. Right. So maybe that man or could even be a woman I guess um, doesn't really cook but maybe they'd be willing to cook yes (laughs) or to do some chores to help out we just maybe need to ask them but if you're meeting somebody who their belief is that the man doesn't do any of that and it's up to the woman to do it all and to wait on the man you might make a new decision and think that's not the kind of relationship I want okay I see how that works yes but you could meet halfway If somebody, you know, for me, it's very important to be in a relationship where you're with a partner who's aligned to a lot of things you like to do so you can enjoy life. Absolutely. You know, if you're too separate in what your likes and dislikes are, you don't really come together. No, you said it all. Yeah, no, that's very true. And then you end up being a couple in a house (laughs) and who works, but you don't really enjoy life. Yeah. Yeah. And so you want to look on that scale of where you both are and then both of you maybe where you can come together. And that's a possibility. So it's, it's taking that time, making that list of what's really important. One of the other things that I like to mention that is very important, and that's our religion and spirituality. Because there's nothing more important than our religion and our spirituality of who we are. Mm-hmm. So you really need to be in alignment with that. Because it's very important to be who we are and not to be made to feel we can't be who we are. And if you're in a relationship or marriage where the other party is not accepting who you are, that could be a deal breaker. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if you're on that path of spiritual growth and personal growth and awakening and learning and evolving. You want to be with a partner who wants to grow and evolve. It doesn't work if just one partner is. And I have had hundreds of clients like that over the years where one of them starts to move on a new path of Mm self-discovery for themselves, developing themselves, making new changes in their lives. 
and the other person is not open to that or doesn't want them to do that and we can only go against ourselves for so long right and how yeah no that's right yeah so those are just some things to consider when you're making your list of finding your life mate partner that's perfect I need to pick that up. (laughs) (laughs) I have it for you. I actually have that on my website, psychicpodcast.com. And uh, it's there as a downloadable. So you can work with that technique. And see what it is that you can create for yourself, right? (laughs) I'm on it. (laughs) Yeah, good, good. Well, it's a really great process and it can help a lot of people. And because, you know, I do get a lot of clients coming in saying they've been putting off having relationship because they either think they're going to, they tell me, I don't want to meet the same kind of person I had before. You know, I'm afraid I'm going to have this and this and this in my next relationship. Fall back into that same old relationship pattern. Right. The patterns Mm -hmm. or they just believe there's nobody possibly out there that could give them what they want or the kind of relationship they're looking for. But that's because they have this programming in their mind of how they think it's going to be. And we don't realize that we can create what it is that we want. We're just listening, as you said, to the old programming. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Of what we're not going to get. But the possibility is we can get that if we put our focus and our intent on putting that out to the universe and uh, clarity in ourselves of what we want to create. That would be perfect. Another point is in relationships, and that is that, um, you know, our beliefs around openness and trust and um, like a big thing is trust. So maybe in past relationships, trust hasn't been there, but that doesn't mean that trust can never be there. But because of our experiences, now we take on a belief that says, I don't believe I can trust my partner. You know, in things they say in life or maybe with uh, infidelity, right? It doesn't have to be that way. We just project it that it's going to be that way. And then we block ourselves from getting into relationship. That's like a number one thing I hear is I'm afraid to get into a relationship because I haven't been able to trust my partners in the past because, you know, they've stepped outside of the marriage and commitment. I tell my clients it doesn't have to be that way. We can make a new decision. We don't need to project that on upcoming relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or giving up who we are, as you said. Yes. That's a biggie for me. Right. And that was for me many years ago, too, because that's what I did when I was in my early 20s. You don't have that maturity. You just think, this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you let the man take the lead, right? That was the programming then we realize, well, we don't have to give up who we are. We just thought we had to give up who we are. And still today, though, a lot of women do feel that. No, they do. You yeah, know, you're absolutely right. But even, and I was surprised because I could see our generation, but also young women. And I didn't think they had that programming, but they do. And it's okay to have what we want. It is right? okay. It's okay. okay. We came in for our own journey. We want to walk our path with somebody. We're not here to give up who we are. That's right. Right. So again, using the 20 points to manifesting your life mate partner, you can become crystal clear on what is it that you're looking for. Put out an invocation, invocation being that kind of 
prayer, I guess you could say, that is putting out what you want to have in your life and then trusting that that's coming to you. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Ruth. Thank my audience for listening today and learning more about how you can create that right relationship for yourself. And be sure to visit my website, psychicpodcast.com, to download the technique. And if you would like support in helping you to understand and to manifest the right relationship for you or to clear away any thoughts, patterns, and beliefs that may get in the way of you allowing that to come into your life, you can contact me on psychicpodcast.com and on my other website, psychicnarup.com. And be sure to subscribe to my Psychic Podcast. Thanks for listening and many blessings. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast show and invite you to subscribe and share with your family and friends. The Psychic Podcast with Narup.